Hey guys, what's up? Liat here. I just wanted to remind you guys, or let you know if you never heard before, that at Study Notes ABA, we have a package for you if you are looking to study. So if you want to study and you want to take it in a month, we got a package for you. If you want to take it in four months, we've got a package for you. If you want to attend live and see how hilarious we are in person, we've got a package for you too. We have payment plans, we have drop-ins, whatever best fits your hustle. If you like the way that we talk here on the podcast, you will effing love The Collective. So if you're studying, freaking out, not knowing where to start, not understanding what you're learning, or you're petrified of your Cooper book, come, we'll make you love it. You could find us at studynotesaba.com. And as always, we've got you. Behavior bitches. Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey. And you guys don't know that that was take number six. Our internet has not been playing nice for us. And we had a good example to show the importance of response latency. When I said, hey guys, it's Liat, there was a good three seconds in there. And that's weird. So that's just a, that's our first behavioral principle of the day. But before we get started, we are on episode 65. Casey, what shitty rhyme do you have for us today? Six, five, take a cold shower and you will thrive. Hmm. I wonder what that means. We'll find out on today's episode. Dun, dun, dun. Before we get started, you guys know where to find us at Behavior Bitches Podcast on Instagram, at Behavior Bitches Podcast on Facebook, or at BehaviorBitches.com. We got to get started with a review of the day because you know Casey and I keep doing this podcast because of the reviews. So without further ado, Casey, tell us something nice someone has said about us, please. I need it today. Today started off rough for me. So yeah, as you can see, my eyes are still half open. Yeah, so it feels like a Monday good. today. It feels like a very Monday day. Um, but we have. Um, I'm gonna go to a little bit different platform and take something. That, um, I just saw as a comment on yesterday's. Uh, well, it would have been last week's episode. Um, on our happy episode. Um, and it's from Instagram. It's from Alicia Marshall eighty six, and she said, "At Behavior Bitches Podcast, I sat down to work today." I have a day full of data analysis and program planning ahead of me. Hashtag BCBA life. However, my Mondays are always better because I get to listen to a new episode. And this was the episode I needed. I have no other thoughts about this episode, but pure love. That is so sweet. And we're happy that our episodes can make your Mondays just a little bit better. So thank you, Alicia Marshall 86 for that review. Thank you guys. We love a good review. Keep them coming on Apple podcast. We'll read yours. Or we see something on Instagram, too. We'll read that, too. No shame in that game. All right, Casey. So today's episode is I'm really excited for. I know we've been talking about doing something like this. And then we had someone really special reach out about coming on for this podcast. This person is responsible for the reason that when we say our website really sucked for at least the first 37 episodes. This person is an action taker. She reached out and said, give me your website login because my husband's going to help you. 
And thank God she did because I think I think it might have been more of like a I'm sick of you guys talking about this dead end website that you guys have. She can tell you more about that later. But without further ado, Casey, who do we have on the show today? So, yes, so excited. Um, She's someone who's become very near and dear and special in my life. Um, We have Rosie Jeffers. She's a badass BCBA. Um, She actually passed her exam the same time, um, same sitting that I did, which was February 2019. Um, she got her bachelor's at Northeastern, um, in political science, um, master's in teaching, and then her ABA, um, BCBA certificate from FIT. Um, one cool, amazing thing about her that I love is that she fosters kittens. My heart, I love being on Instagram with her or Zoom with her because I get to see her kitties. And I don't know how I would ever give them away, but she does it and she's a good soul like that. So Rosie, thank you for coming on the show. Hey guys. I actually remember I came to one morning meeting and you had your cats. (laughs) At first I thought you said kids. Then you said kittens, right? Kittens. 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 Okay. I was like, okay, interesting. Because you're like, then she gives them away. So I was like, but I guess I mean that is what fostering is. But okay, I'm happy we clarified that. (laughs) So I Casey's accent, you know, guys. I just sometimes I don't know what she's saying. (laughs) <laughs> peanuts or penis i don't know she says it all weird new england that's right baby loud and proud i don't even realize it so rosie where do you live you live in new england too right yeah i i'm in cape cod mass and i grew up in maine there? so it is it's beautiful in maine and it's beautiful in cape cod so definitely new england just like case yeah i mean i don't think you realize how people that don't aren't from New England, don't understand why, like, we suffer these six shitty months of weather for the four months that we do get, and that only equals 12, 10 months, which is not <laughs> a year, <laughs> but, like, it's just, New England is so beautiful. Um, you're going to come, Liat, one day to visit me in the summer when what it's do you hot. Mean, what do you mean? The flat plains of shopping centers are, and fast food restaurants are pretty here, too. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. Dallas is literally like the most unbeautiful city. Like even when I go to like Maryland for school or something, I'd be like, oh my God, trees, how cool is this? Like we don't even see a deer around here. There's no deer, which mm-hmm. I think are so cool. Speaking of which, this is off peanut butter and jelly topic, but I was watching this movie the other night and I need to know if it's true. In Alaska, if you actually see, how do you say plural moose? Mooses? Moose, just moose. Moose, like, are they the things walking around the streets as if deer are in like the Northeast? Yes, yes. Because in the one show, they had this moose coming by, and I'm like, wait, is this real? Like these huge moose? That's what they'll see? I mean, yeah, not. I mean, you'd have to like. No, I mean, up Maine, when I would go up to like Moosehead Lake, and like my grandfather used to always take us to the salt piles because that's where the moose would like come out, like at like dusk or dawn and we'd drive down and like sit in the car and wait for hours to find to see one um super wait, cool. aren't they huge yeah 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 they're bigger than like a compact car they're fucking huge they i, would... I could go off on a very large tangent wait you've seen moose. them before wait you've seen where you live um not in massachusetts but where i i grew up in maine so there's yeah quite a few moose Meese. <laughs> I was just going to say Mises. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's New England joke. Um, yeah. Oh, the, I was like, I don't get very it. Very large and 
dumb. They're, they're not smart creatures at all. Um, they'll even, they'll walk in the road and everyone will stop obviously because you could die if you hit a moose and they will get frightened and jump on top of your car. So yeah, I, I steer clear of them for the most part. I thought it was kind of like a fake thing that I saw on this movie. I didn't realize like they actually roamed the streets and I'm sorry. I know this is really off topic, but I just, in this one movie, like this thing's like walking through town and I'm like, is this like equivalent to snakes on a plane or something where it's like a fake thing, but this is, this is real. Okay. I mean, like they're not so, like really walking through towns, but you, you could see moose. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, before we get started, it's very important that the behavior principles come out because if they do not, the robot does not come out. Did the episode actually even happen? All right. And I, I think the robot is becoming more uh, Middle Eastern as a result of my husband. I can't tell what's happening, but I'm just YOLOing with it. Here we go. The behavioral principles are reinforcement, punishment, delayed reinforcement, habituation, functions of behavior, technological operational definitions, respondent behavior, philosophical doubt. This is just a start. I think it will go much further, but let's continue with the show. You continue to like, it's like, even though I hear the robot voice every fucking week, I still just <laughs> laugh. Like I just can't because it always has some weird accent in it too. I know. I, I, I've i lost like the, I think I just need to listen to some robots. I'm sorry. I just hear my, my husband just like screaming in the background of everything that I think it just like has taken over every accent I try to. Like it's like I tried to do a South African accent and then there's like this Israeli accent in it. I don't know. It's just point is. Let's let's keep going with today's episode. Point is, what are we talking about today? <laughs> let's go into that. Hello. So Rosie reached out. Actually, there was probably like I want to say like twenty episodes ago. I was in the gym and Leah was like, "I want to do an episode, an episode on influencers and Instagram and like that whole thing." And she had this like, it, and then we just never did anything with it. And Rosie actually put together an outline, um, like a boss, and reached out. So we're going to be talking about um, influencers. Instagram influencers for celebrity. Um, what's a function? Um, all of that jazz, right? All right. So, Rose, talk to us about what your like beginning of your outline, like what you want to <laughs> get into. Um, so, I became very interested in um, Instagram influencers. Uh, I'm definitely on Instagram way too much. Um, so, I've analyzed a lot of people's behavior on there. So I wanted to learn more and kind of research and see if there was anything in maybe our behavioral journals, which there is not. But the, the definition for influencer is it's a shorthand for someone or something with the power to affect buying habits of others by uploading some form of unoriginal, often sponsored content to social media platforms like Instagram, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, Twitter. And then I didn't think that that was very behavioral. So I made a operationally uh, definition, which would be any instance of a person with a large following 
being paid and or receiving free items in order to promote a product via social media. I love an operational definition. So, all right, Rosie, talk to us about what we are going to be talking about today because you did a really good job putting this outline together. So I'm going to hand it right over to you. So I am on Instagram way too much. I should probably Same. make a, <laughs> should probably oh, make a wanna, self-management plan. I want to plug, um, not plug, but just your Instagram, I just friggin' love. It's at rosie.eats.bx. And she has some really cool, it's a shit ton of awesome food. And she ties in like a ton of behavioral principles to it. So it's like educational, but also delicious. And I don't under, I just, all the food, I'm like, I need that in my belly right now. So yeah, keep it up. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I've always been on Instagram and I looked at my account definitely as like a throwaway account. I wasn't sure what I was doing with it. I just wanted to post food. Uh, I'm definitely that person that takes pictures of their food at a restaurant. Hashtag annoying. But, uh, I decided to do something with all my time on Instagram and I started looking into what an influencer is So the definition that's out there is an influencer is uh, a term for someone with power to affect buying habits of others by uploading original, often sponsored content to social media platforms. And then I decided to make a behavioral definition for it, which is any instance of a person with a large following being paid and or receiving free items in order to promote a product via social media. So I'm looking at like that a multi-billion dollar industry, like to promote shit on Instagram. That is insane to me. And like, I wonder when it kind of switched, right? People like that have these like, or companies that wanted to like do promotions. Like when did the advertising switch to people just like posting things about their products. It's completely changed. I mean, even my sister who, you know, like head of marketing for Weight Watchers, Mm -hmm. like it used to be you spend millions of dollars on these campaigns, like taking over Times Square or taking over this. I mean, they'll still do those things. I mean, I don't know if Times Square is really worth the money right now with COVID, (laughs) but it's people feel connected to these people on Instagram. And so instead of seeing a commercial on TV being like, I'll never know that lady, this or that, to see someone you follow or or something posting, like, look at the weight I lost doing this. So now it's to find these, you know, these individuals who have impact or especially find an individual who has a large following. I mean, it's crazy what you could do on Instagram. All of us fall prey to it. It's pretty wild. Definitely. I started analyzing the the functions. So what I think in the beginning, be kind of before people become an influencer, their posts are more um, attention maintained behaviors. And then it quickly shifts to multiply controlled because influencers can get paid um, depending on your following level, you might get paid like $250 per post, but that can go upwards towards 10 grand a post. Oh my um, God. So definitely the function becomes access to tangibles, um, along with, with the attention. 
I was also thinking it might have a little bit of like escape, right? Like a little bit of an escape function for like, maybe it's like escaping, you know, their real life basically. And like what's on Instagram. We talk about this a lot, even in our last episode, like, and I, I, I actually like the people I follow that I like the most are the ones that are like, welcome to my fucking shitty life. And then it's not just like, here I am like perfect, perfect, perfect. Like behind the scenes kind of stuff. It just makes it so much more relatable. One of the reasons uh, why influencers start becoming more popular is exactly what you're saying, Casey, that the perceived authority, but also them being authentic um, is what kind of gets people to buy in to whatever they're talking about. So someone that you've been following who, so I think of my friend Lindsay, who really tells it how it is. Um, she's very re real she is a mom of two and she posts a lot of really real content. Like I'm having a hard day, but you know what? I woke up and I pressed play on my workout because she's also a coach. Um, so it's those kind of posts that gets people to buy in and want to listen because it's not like a celebrity can sell stuff definitely. And they're in the, you know, they're the ones in the ads, but to be an influencer, even a micro influencer, I just thought of that. I should research into what's the difference, but uh, to influence others really depends on how much you can trust them mm -hmm. and trust the story that they're telling. And that not every single thing that they post, like, I love this. I love this. And it's like, is there anything you don't like? Really? Like, come on. Or like, be like telling the truth. There's a girl I follow. Um, I think it's Susie schools. Do you ever, anyone know her? Um, but she's definitely a high level and she talks so openly about like what she actually makes through it. And I'm like, mind blown. Like it's insane. And she's like, I literally just be like sponsor McDonald's. Woo. Woo. She's like a mom of like three kids and she's hilarious. And, um, but yeah, I'm like Jesus, like, so anyways, um, and, and, and I mean, and it's, it's not anyone. It's not necessarily like everyone needs to be like a Tony Robbins or people to follow. It's also like. It's it's crazy because it doesn't need to be like this person's contributed in any massive way to the world. It could be like and I mean, I do think a lot of it is like I, I look at every girl on The Bachelor, like if they literally go on the episode. They could get kicked off the first night, but now they have a following and now they're an influencer. Like if you think about like celebrities back in like maybe like the 90s, I don't know, the 80s, it was like if you made it, if you became like Brad Pitt, what a big deal, right? Like you, how often does a new actor come out? Like now you can't keep up because everyone's essentially a, a – like I mean even when you follow these girls on The Bachelor, like I'm like, dude, you're on one effing episode. Chill out. You'll see like <laughs> – for um for PR arrangements, contact my agent here. And it's like, what have you done for the world to be <laughs> oh, shit? <laughs> you know, that reminds, it's like, me, that reminds me of um when you had Sammy from the circle on. You mm -hmm. know, she was just a regular, a regular woman. Um, she was a behavior technician. Yeah, and now she's she's blown up. Now she's got like sponsorships and she's she's an influencer. So it's it's crazy how it happens. I mean, she was on a show, um, but other ones, you know, like that kind of happen. Does it happen organically? Does it do you pursue it? So I started looking into like 
is that something that I could do around food? Um, and I, I did have some great successes. Like I got free tickets to like a food truck festival and uh, free tickets to uh, New England gluten free festival, which was canceled, hashtag COVID. Um, mm -hmm. But little things like that. And then I joined a website called Influence Stir with an S um, where they send you products and then you review them on Instagram. So no money is involved, but they do like send you products to try. So I tried that for a little bit. Well, it's funny because when you reached out, right, I was like, and she was like, oh, let's do a uh, podcast on influencers, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, you are one, right? Because I had seen her do something. She's like, no. And I'm like thinking in my head that Rosie's like making all this money. And she's like, no, I'm an influencer. It's like it got an S in it or something. And she's like, it's like the like nothing. And I was like, oh, OK. It's, I didn't know there was a difference. Yeah, no, no shade to influencer. It's just um, they sent me a couple food items. My thing is food, obviously, but they sent me a lot of like face moisturizers and makeup. And I'm just my husband just looked at me. He's like, you're not a like beauty influencer, like stop. And I'm like, OK, OK, OK. Um, so I that's not saying that to me. <laughs> It's like you don't you don't sit there and do like makeup videos or like your like face washing routine. He's like, you're not one of those women. So stop faking it. So I stopped. And instead, I just switched my Instagram over to still food, but then doing the the behavioral terms behind it. And I I find a lot of reinforcement from that matching law baby reinforcement or behavior goes where reinforcement flows i love that so you failed basically is what you're saying <laughs> this is your fail. hashtag failed yeah <laughs> i went back to to what i know i did try to do some research there is no influencer or social media behavior really in our behavioral journals um you know, maybe in the future when I go for my doctorate, my whole dissertation will be on, will be on that. I don't know. That's I'm projecting here. But I did find a couple other articles. Uh, one was in computers in in human behavior. And the other article was in body image. So they are research journals. But the first one was based on surveys taken from women between like 20 and 30 years old in Korea. And what they found was there was a lot of self-comparison going on. And these women were editing their selfies, not because they were dissatisfied with their appearance, but because they wanted to look better than others or at least look like others based on you know comparing even good looking individuals still edited their selfies to post like the perfect ones and then the other article that i read um was they looked at the same picture of a woman in front of like a beautiful lake or on a mountain and uh, they had these women look at these pictures and the comments under them, one group was like, that's a beautiful mountain or like, 
that hike looks awesome. And then the other groups of comments were like, you look great. You look so thin. Like, what's your workout? And what was happening was the woman that saw the comments based just on appearance led to significantly greater body dissatisfaction than just the, the, the control comments, which was about like the environment. I was laughing when Rosie is telling me about this because I'm like, I am so that person who like, like Matt and I went hiking last weekend, right? And I'm like, take a picture of me with the background. And he's like, you just want attention. Like, just take a picture of the background. Like, you don't need to be in the background. I'm like, I want everyone to know I'm here. Like, <laughs> but it's so funny because you see that all the time. It's this like, is like a straight Casey call out. Like, <laughs> I, when I went to the lake, I like tried taking a picture like that above angle of me, like with water <laughs> in the background. Like, water makes me free. And like, literally like trying to channel my inner Casey. That is like, <laughs> if I took data on how many pictures Casey posts of herself from like that above angle, like with water in the background, if yeah. I got a dollar every time I'd be rich bitches. <laughs> well, the selfie filters are crazy. Like, I mean, I don't actually, I've never really played around with like the filters that you use. Like I'll do it. Like if I post a picture, I'll like swipe over to Paris, right? That's like my like go-to. <laughs> Um, but it is so true because I don't think the photo looks bad, right? I'm doing it because at social comparison, other people are posting it and I see that there's a filter. So I just do it, right? That's so interesting. Definitely. I mean, there's a prevalence of like face tune and body tune where you could. Is the body tune new? I think so. I mean, I, a lot of it's like paid, paid apps to do these edits, um, I, I think of like Photoshop. I don't know how much people use Photoshop nowadays, um, but it's like uh, the, the, who is that woman? It's one of the Kardashians and Courtney. She, yeah. Kim. Her, her picture came out and then the real picture came out and there's a big like hoopla around it because she looks like a completely different person. And I just find it funny. Cause I'm like, this has been going on forever. Like, why is this new? Like, why don't we just go back to like normalizing? Like I'm a celebrity and like, I look like a human instead of I look like a robot. That's crazy. That's crazy to me that there are even apps that can like change your face and your body. Like that, like, that's like an invention that someone had to come up with. <laughs> but like, I know. And, and no, and when Rosie was telling us about I knew Facetune because I knew Facetune's big. And then she said, now there's body tune to change your body. And I was wondering if there was hand tune so I could <laughs> add fingers to my hand. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh, maybe you need to come up with it. You'd be rich. <laughs> hand tune. Hand how, tune. how many people do you think it's going <laughs> to benefit? I was going to say, I don't know if like people with missing fingers is like, are you might, I mean, are you in any support groups or anything for like, missing fingers is it like a um, thing no no so like, never mind what it's called like digit support group there like your yeah, finger yeah. digits yeah yeah no i, I, I don't join support group i yeah, joined the cos one and i am just like i depressed i had to leave it yeah um all right so and i, I love this like next part too because um i am obsessed i when i did the whole 30 i was you know 
truly like the healthiest and felt the greatest. And I got like, for a while, I was just following all these whole 30 um, Instagram people and, you know, for the uh, food ideas, right. For all their different recipes. Um, So tell us your experience with that. So (laughs) I wanted to look into this more because my behavior was being changed and my favorite, uh, my favorite person to analyze is myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so once I notice that my behavior is changing, I need to like, look into what, what the heck is going on. So Melissa Urban, hashtag my best friend, hashtag. (laughs) She doesn't know it. Hashtag she doesn't know it. BFFs. Um, she's the creator of Whole30. And once I started following her, I realized a lot of my behavior was rule governed. I kept on saying things like I could never give up. Uh, sugar. I could never give up cheese. I could never take a cold shower. I could never not have a glass of wine. And then I tried the Whole30 and my behavior was shaped by the contingencies. Um, And like I said, she's my best friend and she became a literal SD for reinforcement. I tried to practice um, some philosophical doubt, but I catch myself literally wanting to do or buy whatever she says, try any challenge she presents. So I've done about eight Whole30s. I drink mushroom coffee in the morning. Um, I took the I'm not drinking alcohol right now challenge, which I've done straight through since January. I went to a winery yesterday and didn't drink. Um, and Good for you. <laughs> as of late, I am four months into a 30-day cold shower challenge. Okay. I just want to tell you this. Rosie was talking to me about this cold shower challenge. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, just like the, like, self-discipline, the mindset, like, of putting yourself into such an aversive state willingly, right? Like you could likely escape it anytime you want. So like I started it this morning um, and I, I, you know, again, I'm, you guys, I'm starting real small. It was probably 1.7 seconds. Um, and I was like, it was so horrible. And I felt like I was going to puke and, you know, my heart rate started going and I thought of Rosie being like, take deep breaths. And I think I took one deep breath, but it was so tight and way up in my chest and definitely not from my diaphragm. And, and then I hopped out and was like, this is terrible, but tell us about how you, what, what you do. I bet you guys is cold water is colder too, where you're located. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, like even no, I'm being serious because even the cold water here <laughs> oh, really? is like. I mean, yeah, no, it's not. A, I know you're laughing. No, it's but real. Like, it's definitely, it's it is like, real. It's also if you think about your pipes in general, like outside from the weather that you guys have around, like the cold water here, I don't think is as cold. It's it's not as cold as if like I like when I went to school in Maryland or New York in the winter or something. That's so interesting. Definitely right? colder. Literally, yeah, I thought you were joking. I'm like, ha, we got. No, No, for real. Definitely a real thing. Uh, So in May of this year, we were probably about two months into quarantine and my stress was at an all time high. I was really depressed and I'm the type of person that will just like keep it in and not talk about it. I'm just like, I just need to get through. I just need to get through it on my own. Um, I have a very 
great support system, but I'm still like, I need to figure this out on my own. So I log in to Instagram like I usually do. I see my BFF, Melissa, talking about her cold shower challenge. And I know everyone listening is thinking, bitch, you're crazy. But <laughs> she talked about all of the science behind it. So it helps um, stress. It helps your mood, your energy, focus, uh, relief from pain. Um, it helps you improve uh, how you kind of take the stress in and deal with it. Um, so the first day that I tried it, <clears throat> I had a major respondent reflex. All I wanted to do is get the F out. I kept my eyes shut. I wanted to cry. Actually, definitely I cried. And I jumped out after 30 seconds. And then I drew a thick black line through the day. Um, on my, I had a self-management plan on, you know, right outside the bathroom. And I said, done, never doing that again. <laughs> but I tend to follow through on all my self-challenges because I am um, a Gretchen Rubin upholder. So if I say I'm going to do something, I will do it. I like that about you, Rosie. I'm definitely an <laughs> obliger. I'm not at effing all. You're, You're a rebel, like right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, cool. Okay. She cold showered. I mean, minus the fact that I'd lose more fingers. So no, <laughs> but even if I didn't and I'd be like, oh yeah, this sounds cool. Then I try it and be like, yeah, I'm not into it now. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you continue with it. I'm out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so moving forward, I tried, um, really accepting that I was in there. I know a lot of people do it for, I think I heard like there could be weight loss or it might help with like your skin, but I was really looking for kind of the, the anxiety and the stress um, release from it. So I kind of went back to my training with my clients and doing kind of coping skills with them. Um, I've worked on like deep breathing, counting, progressive muscle relaxation. And I said, okay, I will never understand what my clients go through, but the, this might be the closest I could come to it. Mm -hmm. So I started running through those while I was in the shower. I tried the deep breathing and that helped a little bit. I tried the counting and that helped a little bit. I tried the progressive muscle relaxation that did not help at all. Um, and then I started listening to music while I was doing it. So like really like pump you up jams. Um, like and... Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, why do I think that would pump me up? I don't even look Was that, that. your pump up? No. I did it all for the noogie. Wow, the noogie. Yeah, take the shower with your little cookie. <laughs> Shake it up, yeah. Shove it up, yeah. Oh my god, I'm actually tears are falling down my eyes. That was perfect. Like, where the fuck did that come from, Casey? Like limp biscuit. Like that would have been know. like, yeah, when I really want to get pumped up and listen to Kid Rock, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, all right. So what do you uh, listen to, Rosie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I might have to listen to that one tomorrow. So uh even what I listened to change. And so I did listen to, um, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like club bangers. I don't know. Like <laughs> something that's Whoa, like, has a lot of, lot of swearing, a lot of, like I was very 
angry, I found. Like I was stressed and depressed, but I was also very angry. And so I, I told you guys this story yesterday that like the first couple of times my eyes are like shut, like black, blacked out, shut so hard. And I'm listening to a song that's just like raging and I'm just punching in the shower. I'm just like punching, 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 punching. <laughs> and I actually punch <laughs> the shower wall. And then I got more mad because now my hand hurts. But now I listen to, um, it's like Spotify's guilty pleasures uh playlist and so it's a lot of like 90s hits so this morning i think i listened to like oh, i love that some 41 um i don't remember what song they do like some 41 and fat uh, lip they say yes fat lip. yeah thank you fat lip uh phil collins like susudio um the real mccoy <laughs> like just so random like 90s what choose like how long do you stay in there i need to know uh two songs i stay in for about two songs what i'm looking for so melissa recommends she stays in for like seven to eight minutes yeah <clears throat> uh, she does like two songs but what i started noticing was there was a certain point where so i get in and I turn, once I finish showering and stuff, I turn it on cold. I take a really deep breath in because once I have to let it out, the water turns cold. So I'm like letting out all of the stress. And then I just start singing to the music and I rotate and I make sure I get all of my arms, my back, my front, my legs. I'll like put my legs up, make sure I get all of my legs. Um, and it's, it's like, I tense up. But then there's a certain point, maybe it's within the first song, maybe I have to wait until the second song, there's a certain point where it's not affecting me, like that respondent reflex, it's not affecting me as much, and I'm actually getting like pumped up, like I am pumped up, I start thinking about like bigger plans, like coming on this show was a cold shower thought, like I was like, oh my god, I need to come on the show and this is what I'm going to talk about. And almost everything I've done for the past couple months was thought up in this cold shower. That is like some, some serious like mental ability because like I'm just trying to think of my experience with like the 1.7 seconds this morning to like imagine do you put your head on your head under or no? Um if I wash my hair, yeah. So like this okay. morning I washed my hair. And it's usually one of the last things I do because the cold water on your head and your face will literally take your breath away. Mm -hmm. So you have to be prepared for it. Um, okay, your water is much colder than ours. That just shows, I'm being serious. Like if even like with my frozen fingers, the cold water is not that cold here. Oh, it's so cold. Oh my God, it like hurts. Wait, but are me. you gonna do this in the winter? Like living in? I, Massachusetts, or is this a 30 day challenge or she's four months in oh four yeah. months in i'm sorry guys no, no, no but i'm just good. saying that's so long that's like a well again now that's a habit and like we talk about delayed reinforcement right these health benefits right i'm sure that not like in the first 30 days of you taking cold shower you're gonna like all of a sudden like have like relief from autoimmune disorders or like i don't know weight loss or like less depression but like something that you have this you know 
you know that they're coming, right? You could see them. And so, but you're in such an aversive state and there's not even immediate reinforcement. It just seems so difficult to me. <laughs> like I want to get out of that damn shower and lose 30 pounds. Like <laughs> I'll stay in there then. Sure. Got you're it. tallowing off and like 30 pounds, like falls. <laughs> off like, but I think this is a quote. We, we could pull in a, a behavioral principle here of um, something that comes with respondent behavior and it is habituation. habituation. And habituation, guys, for anyone listening who doesn't know, is with respondent behavior, which are behaviors that are a lot of times people not in behavior would uh, call it a reflex, even though we know a reflex takes an unconditioned stimulus and an unconditioned response. Mm -hmm. But let's say you take the cold water. What is your reaction typically is that you are going to either get goosebumps, we jump a little bit, whatever it is. Now, with habituation, if you are exposed, to this stimulus, be it cold water, um, presented often over a short period of time, you will have less of a reaction. So within the shower, I'm sure at first, no matter what, you have that reaction. Now, when you're standing there for more than 10 seconds, 20 seconds, at a certain point, you're being exposed to the stimulus over a short period of time. So you have less of a response, right? However, that doesn't last across showers. I'm sure every time you get in, you have that freezing, um, that, you know, the goosebumps, the jump, the wake up, whatever it is. But I think that's a cool thing that we could apply that behavioral principle right up in there. Definitely. Slide, I it, think slide it right up there. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's habituation during the shower. Definitely that's like about a minute and a half, two minutes in. But... Just this week, I've noticed habituation across showers. And so when so I- So adaptation? Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like a little bit over time, not- Yeah. Present, it's presented at longer periods of time and you kind of adapt to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Um, because now, like all of, all of last week and this week, I turn the dial and I'm expecting to tense up and I'm intentionally- taking that deep breath in and not tensing up. So maybe, maybe I'm also doing it to myself. Mm -hmm. um, but You've learned like, these behaviors that you can do yes, to engage in. Yeah. And, I, and it gets operant. Yeah, operant. baby. <laughs> on to Jenny on Tajani, baby. You have to come to the collective to get that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. I also wait, love Can we just say one thing that's really interesting? Yeah. Like you talk about this Melissa girl as if she's your actual best friend. She doesn't know that your best friends, only you know that your best friends with her, right? She created whole 30. Is that we talk, not why? We talk on Instagram sometimes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, she's responsive. I love it. She's really influencer. responsive on Instagram. She will literally respond to most people. I mean, she only responds to me the most. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, she's she really she has her her s-h-i-t down like she knows how to keep people engaged that's good but, but what i'm thinking is so you like this person you like something she did she created this program blah 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 if she told you to go roll your body in mud would you do it like i mean you're taking these cold showers would you do it uh that actually sounds fun rolling in mud yeah i would roll in mud <laughs> but you didn't like the drinking mud did you Oh, 
Okay, so yeah, she recommended um, this other, so I drink four Sigmatic mushroom coffee, and then she recommends um, this drink mud coffee that is all, it's like chai and a whole bunch of different mushrooms. I tried it, and I just didn't like the taste of it because it was very gritty, um, but Ew. I definitely will i'll try it that's the thing that's what i noticed like when i tried that i was like yeah drink mud yeah i'll drink mud <laughs> and then like before before um i mean after i wrote this outline she just posted that she uh she partnered with thrive market and created a whole line of whole 30 dressings and like i've already placed my order for that <laughs> It's funny. I have I had already done that before we even had talked about that. Um, I had saw that, and I had my my husband's like, "Can you stop? We don't need any more fucking salad dressings, Casey." Like, but I'm like they're all like he's like they're gonna go bad. Like I want all of the dressings, or they're all whole thirty. Um, the one I want to go back to the shower real quick because I like what we talked about when training your body to be calm and relaxed during the cold shower, that aversive, stressful experience. Right, your nervous system learns um, and adapts from that to take that into, uh, you know, having resiliency into other areas of your life when you may be stressful, which is for me, I think why I want to try this 30 day challenge. Um, just to help with, again, yeah, being able to, when your body goes into that fight or flight, like training yourself onto how to relax. So taking the deep breaths, like you said, progressive muscle relaxation, um, whatever it is that you have to tell yourself, right. Whatever private verbal behavior you have going on, which I think my private verbal behavior is highest and most chattery in the shower. Like it's that one time when you're like really, truly alone, it's just you. And like, that's, and I don't know anyone else, but that's definitely when I'm like, like it's saying isn't all that, the thing. Isn't that where most people make up those fights? Like those arguments, you always hear that people are, they make up like arguments in the shower um, like with their spouse or like with just, anyone? just like made like made up like I've heard it around that people I, I'm I probably have too or they think about like what they should have said oh yeah in a conversation mm -hmm. um but definitely what you said with the like the fight or flight uh it's also cold showers are also good for like anxiety or panic attacks because your brain can only handle like one aversive situation at a time. So if you are feeling very panicky or anxious, um, all your energy is going towards that. Either it's like dwelling on the past or like, you know, future thinking of something bad's gonna happen. And then you take the cold shower and you cannot think of anything besides <laughs> those icy daggers like hitting the back of your neck you're not thinking about the future you're not thinking about the past you're just thinking about how you're gonna make it through and your body and your brain is literally thinking like i'm about to freeze to death so all of that stress like it might be stressful for that 10 seconds until your body realizes like you're not dying um but the anxiety and the stress does go away. And then for me, and I'm not a medical professional, for me, like I started getting very excited. Like once I got over the, that initial hurdle of the cold daggers, um, I just, I would become very excited, excited for the day, like 
ready to like tackle anything. I'm like, if I can, if I can master the cold shower, like I can master pretty much anything else, like the stress of it. I I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to, you know, I think what I might need though is like accountability where it's like, I call someone right before I'm about to turn the cold water and I'm like, don't let me get out because who guys, it was tough this morning, but I'll work on it. All right. Well, I think that this was amazing. And Rosie, you are one of our favorite people. So thank you so much for not only putting this together, but um, having that cold shower moment that led to this episode. Definitely. So I can't wait to see what's to come with your next showers. (laughs) So you're, so you're going to try the cold shower. Mm -hmm. So can I say that I influenced you? Ooh, yeah, you sure did. Yep. Rosie, you're an influencer. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. I like that. Bring it back right full circle. (laughs) All right, guys. I won't do the ending because I always mess it up. So I'll let Liat do it. But Rosie, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah, thanks. Guys, thank you for tuning in. You know where to find us. Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast. Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast, online, behaviorbitches.com. Leave us a five-star review in the Apple Store. Five stars. We love it. And we, as always, love you. Mean it. Hey, guys. It's Liat. And Casey. We just want to take a second to let you know that if you're thinking of being a millennial like us and starting your own podcast, there is a way. You can do your show without having to become an audio editing and production wizard. Because guess what? We don't know shit with that. But we have Alan at Pretty Easy Podcast who helped us get started. He records our shows. He posts them. He adds awesome, awesome music and cool shit when we don't even know what he's doing. He sends us teaser episodes. He does it all. We just sit here and friggin' talk. We shoot the shit and you can record from home, your office, the park, a bathroom stall at work. It doesn't matter. He provides the complete podcast studio. All you need is a microphone and you're good. Alan caters to your schedule and gives you a producer for your show at your beck and call. He has been super flexible with our schedule. Whenever we need him, we go to Google Calendar. We just book him and he does all the hard work. It's like so incredibly easy. That's why it's probably called Pretty Easy Podcast. So be heard and have some fun podcasting like us. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com today. 